Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm Frank. I'm AJ. And we're here to talk about the season three finale of The Mandalorian, uh, chapter 24, The Return. Uh, yeah, I mean, this season went really fast for me. I, I mean, I know most of them have had like eight, nine episodes, but wow, it's over. Flew by. Flew by. Uh, it felt like we were waiting, waiting, waiting for this show forever, and then it happened, and then now it's over, and now we have to wait again. But we have, and there wasn't even any like breaks. No, you know, sometimes there's a a break in a week if there's a holiday or something's going on. Remember, there was like one in in season one or season two where we got like two episodes in a week, and we're like, oh my god, and this was just like, boom, it's done, boom. Um. So yeah, I mean they they've already said that they're writing or season four is already written. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we know that this universe is expanding. We have Ahsoka in four months, uh, but yeah. Um, so immediate, like, quick thoughts on 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 the episode on the season. <sighs> Great, you know I. It's a it's a magical thing that they are able to do. It's a magic trick. And, uh, you know, this season, I think, had... I don't know. I think they're very... I think Disney is conscious, and the and Star Wars is, is showing more and more consciousness of um, creating wild speculation and maybe possibly alluding to it, but then you know, kind of walking it all back. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that uh, with this season specifically, um, they are, you know, and and we've talked about this if you guys have been listening to our episodes, that, you know, this really feels very mid-MCU, that we are really setting up larger things that are to come. And the things that get exciting or that get us all excited are the Mr. X because... It's a surprise, right? It's something right. we didn't expect. But I think we, at the end of the day, if anything, and should look back, you know, into our notes to see, they're always going to, you know, they're very good at a finale. And and they know that and are conscious they're not Game of Thrones. No. They can't do that shit. And also, <laughs> there's there's so much other stuff going on that it's dependent upon them to keep us to to set up what's coming during the show like to me it would it could have totally made sense to have him meet with the rebels in a post-credit scene Mm -hmm. yes right like if me and you were running it that's probably what we would have tried to do right having said all that it makes more sense for the show and for all the things that are coming next in quick succession that no, we actually do have to wrap this all up, so that the next thing that's coming is really something that you haven't seen before. Because yeah. I think something you know we'll also talk about later on. A lot of people feel that this is in kind of a, a, a way a series finale. Yeah, people have been saying that, but it's like it's not. Um, it's it's not. We know it's not, but I think that there's also something to. Uh, a a resolution that this created that we that it's okay it's it's good for star wars to have resolution and it's good for 
the new shows to be, you know, actively bringing people in in an intriguing way. Listen, we said that about season two, that right. it, the, the finale felt like a season finale. Uh, a series finale, yeah. A series finale, yes. Uh, I'm sure there's even a, an argument that, I mean, I guess the first season kind of ended more on a like dot, 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 um, you know, with Moff Gideon and the Darksaber. But like... Yeah, uh, maybe they just it just means that they know how to wrap up the story and like it, yeah. it doesn't need to be like uh, you know like the thing is and and we'll we'll pause here first in a second but I I think that it's very intentional to to move the pieces on the board in in the direction that they did they, totally they wanted to wrap up the the Mandalore plot and and remove uh, Dinjarin and. In Grogu from from that the cohort, lot so they could they can go on other adventures. Yeah, and like like people have been saying, it's like oh, it feels like we could imagine those adventures in our mind, and that that's the last we saw of them. But that's not what they the want. Mandalorian is no, right. No, that's that's exactly what they want to do. They want to show us more adventures. So if you've been to. if you've been this whole season pissed that you know they haven't been doing that trust me we're about to get a whole season of that probably probably like it's gonna be a whole you know we can get into that but let's turn to our friend on the west coast who could not join us but he did send in a vet a message so uh play the holocron please <laughs> you got it okay thoughts on the season finale of season three of the mandalorian the return Overall, just a lot of fun, super action-packed episode. Really just felt like the culmination of the season, which was great. And overall, just had cinematic movie vibes, for better or for worse. I think it was just a fun ride that we all got to strap in and go on. Seeing the Mandalorians battle through the air was badass. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like Grogu becoming his child, officially. Ding Grogu. I'm into it. Um, kind of ends all happy-go-lucky. I wish there was a little bit more of a setup for the next season, but it sounds like it's just going to be, you know, Mando and Grogu kind of going through the training through space and whatnot so that's pretty cool um questions i have so the dark saber was just crushed huh what happens next i thought that was a pretty big thing in folklore um star wars folklore that is um can it be repaired will there be another what happens in the dark saber is it all that important um where does mandalore go from here how does that planet and its people um, acclimate to living together will that be a thing we check back in on um, what kind of training does Ding Grogu need to become a full apprentice period will Grogu ever speak or is he just gonna make baby noises that's kind of what I have. Overall, I want more. Felt too short. Can't believe it's over. 
And, uh, yeah, now we got to go through the whole wait process again. But it sounds like there's going to be some new Star Wars content pretty soon. And that's pretty cool. So until then, you know, we'll just keep keep waiting patiently and uh, go from there. Well, thank you to our uh, official Star Wars correspondent, Matt. Uh, we appreciate you calling in. <laughs> no, hey, man, Matt, uh, Zion Basile, our, our best friend, family band member, uh, this is the moment where exactly I just want to be in a backyard with him, kind of all together, talking about it. I, I very much miss him. Yes. Um, you know, uh, he has some great questions. Yes. And, and, and I love that his first question is about the Darksaber, because yeah. we're all very lightsaber-oriented. Um, to me, it was two things at once. I want to get your take on it. Mm -hmm. I think it was part one, kill the past. I think it's part kill the past. Yeah. I think that... Filoni and I think Filoni and Johnson would have really got along, <laughs> you know, and uh, the idea that, you know, this very valuable, very, you know, seemingly cool, you know, MacGuffin is gone. Uh, I don't think it's totally gone. Number one. Yeah. And then number two, you know, it's cursed. Yeah. It's not it's not a good thing. And I could s definitely see them going in a new direction, whether resurrecting it as a, you know, kind of in the style of Ahsoka's lightsabers. I don't know. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe just rebuilding it all together. To me, it's not off the map yet because it's not like destroyed, even though Anakin's lightsaber <laughs> comes back. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All Anakin. All lightsabers are safe. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless there are all of them. No, all of them. All of them. <laughs> All lightsabers are safe. They're fine. Don't um, worry. Yeah. Don't I, worry, Matt. That's that's my I my thoughts too. Like it, it we got our badass moments with it this season. Uh, this episode, seeing Bo-Katan flying with her jetpack, uh, you know, like in two, yes, in two shots, like like one leading the charge and two just like going to town, like slashing up <laughs> the, the imperial troopers. Um, so awesome. I can't wait to see them do that in a movie. Like, I mean, you, like that to me, like it was so it, Z, uh, ZB was right. It's very cinematic. Yeah. This episode and this whole season, this whole season said that it looks the best it's ever looked. Looks really great. Um, uh, yeah. And so like for, <laughs> for <laughs> Moff Gideon to crush it in such like a whimper, it's like, really, that's all it took just, uh, yeah. no, he's not, he's not gone either. Well, no, he's no, not he gone either. well, we'll get to Moff Gideon in a second, but to crush the dark saber, it's like, yeah, right. we know that his yes. armor is like this crazy mech armor, suit. but like, yeah, mech suit. But yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, if if they they zoomed out of there and, and the whole planet exploded. But no, they end because Grogu, Grogu protects them in a force bubble. Uh, they easily pick up the scraps. And um, I agree. I think it's cursed. I think it's had this like, well, you know, this this crazy history. But, you know, we. We saw Bo-Katan unite her people, and now she doesn't need it. Um, she returned them to Mandalore. Yeah, she does. Prophecy, it, the pro prophecy fulfilled. Right now, you know it. The only thing that I think, you know, and I don't want to skip ahead to that, but like, I want to talk about like resurrecting Mandalore for a couple minutes. Yeah, I think that that's not. I don't think that that's out of the realm at all. I, it, Bo-Katan is a was part of the royal family, is she not? Yeah. So she knows those people. Mm-hmm. 
She calls them right up. That's not hard. She, she know she has to know Mon Mothma, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- they I got, think they got her on speed dial, man. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think re- I think we saw the beginnings of the rebuild, right? They yes. they, they reignited the, the the Great Forge. There's lots of Mandalorians there. Uh, they show like oh, and the more pla- will show up. And th- the planet can sustain life. Like they yeah. can. Uh, you know, all these questions of, hey, can they breathe? But yes, like the, it, there's like gardens now. It's like that's not the way Mandalore looked during the Clone Wars. They were the, the whole planet was cu- getting kind of fucked because they went too far with their their like technology and stuff. So like and that's about 30 years ago, correct? Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's like Order 66. Yeah. Contemporary. Yeah. OK. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like Bo-Katan was around then, and she's around now. So like, she's a bit older, but age in, in Star Wars doesn't matter. Age in Star Wars does not matter. Um, That's totally irrelevant. So I, I guess the thing is like, oh, if we're talking about where they go from here, it's like, yeah, maybe maybe we we take a break from seeing Mandalore for a while. But yes, mm-hmm. I could see you know season five. Like a plot, like coming back and and you know, because like how many times do we? I have a whole new theory. I have a whole new theory. They, they go. They, he always goes back to familiar planets, right? So yeah, like, we're going back to do, yes, a hundred percent. We we only went to Tatooine once this season, so next season we'll go to Tatooine. Maybe we'll go to Mandalore at one point, or you know, there's always gonna be a like, hey Mando, can we use your? He's a bounty hunter. Can we use your your skills? For a minute, <laughs> he said that in the. That's the ending of the episode. Yeah. I'm. I am a bounty hunter. I want to go out and <coughs> do more selective stuff. Yeah, and be and working for the good guys. Yeah, like that's two major di- differences for Dinjarin, who didn't didn't like to work with people. Essentially, is his own contractor. But then, too, like he's like, well, fuck it. Like I'm gonna be over this. Like you know. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Philosophically muddily gray area, and I'm gonna go work for the light side. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, see, he, he's, he's not gonna that. admit to it. You know, that doesn't matter. Right. Well, like in the past, he probably didn't care, but now he's like, I'm not taking any jobs from no ex Imperials. Like, fuck that. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, Mandalore totally. I I could see that. I could see like. Katie Sackhoff not being like a starring player next season, but oh, she's here's here's my theory on her. So we can talk about Book Tan. Mm-hmm. I think she did incredibly well this year. I think she did incredibly well. She is a fan favorite. Yep. She acted the fuck out of this show. She was in almost every episode. Yep. Um, listen, I think that they are gearing her up for her own show. I'm here for it. It's hundred percent, hundred percent. Are the 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 runnings of Mandalore from somebody who doesn't know how to do that, getting caught up in like a local, you know, crime shit. I don't, I don't care. Whatever it is, I'm. I think that she's definitely worthy of it. I think she can definitely hold up against Mando, who's you know, Listen, mask acting. If they can, if they were gonna do a show surrounded around Gina Carano, who is not can, an actress, yeah. <laughs> right? No. They can do that with Katie Sackhoff, like who you know has has so many credits to her name, and and you know was basically the 
you know, star, uh, one of the main stars of Battlestar Galactica and, you know, this this show. And I, I think they could do it. Like what the plot is, who knows? But coming one to two years from now or potentially after the movie. Yeah. There will definitely be a Bo-Katan show based off of how well she did this year. Yeah. Um, so and, you know, and that and listen, we're not actors. We're not you know, we don't know that shit super in and out. But the reality is, is that, you know, when <sighs> I think it's got to be incredibly difficult to act in the volume with these people. Yeah. I think it has to be probably really fucking hard. And when the, you know, the spotlight is on you and you have to take it and you have to be the badass and you have to do it without the mask on and try to, you know, portray it as best as she can, which I know that she does a lot of her own stuff. Like, that's great. Mm -hmm. And we're totally here for that. I'm excited to see her turn up uh, in Ahsoka this at, in the summer. I'm going to we're And I think people will definitely miss her in season four. Yeah. And there will be an audible. Where is Bo-Katan? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, you know, I think, I think it's, it's always been sort of like the things that we've been saying all season of like, well, who's the Mandalorian, like, yeah, totally. who's the Mandalorian? Like, is it, is it Bo-Katan? Is it Din Djarin? Is it Grogu? And like, I, you know, the, the way that they've talked about it, it's like, it doesn't matter. It, I mean, we know that Din, Din Djarin is the Mandalorian. He's the, like the center of this show. Like they clearly like, like made that the case by the end but the, all the characters are really important because you know like thinking that we're going to get one person riding uh uh the mythosaur with the dark saber it's like well that may still come but like i my, my money's on grogu for that like yeah but they're <laughs> playing i think i think the creatives are playing the long game yeah. i think that they really thought very hard about what the future is going to be and when they, uh, you know, we're looking at how you extend the life of Star Wars, you look at a character that can live for hundreds of years. Yeah. And, I, and to me, it's I remember the first time I saw him and how he represents hope. I think he bring, Grogu brings hope back to hope back to the center of Star Wars. Yes. And I I love that. Yep. And, you know. To me and you, and I think the people who are really focusing and, and love the tease even again this season with the Mythosaur, um, you know, it. but we also have to be considerate of the fact that maybe, you know, our experience of that is going to be different. You know, mm -hmm. there could be some time jumps coming. Right. There could and, be. And that would be very interesting because, again, it, um, it ratchets up the stakes. We've seen Din Djarin at the absolute tippy top of his game for so long mm -hmm. overcompetent like let's have him be fucking wounded and older and sure. you know but also we've seen grogu grow in his force abilities and really um i think this final scene with the praetorian guard uh it, it just it <laughs> it's uh, it's it's done so well you can see all the action uh the um and it's interspersed it's like judiciously we've never gotten to see a you know um you know a non Jedi really using the Force in these kind of battles, right? Because because that that that's a great point because you know my instinct was like oh he's got like a lightsaber under his little belt or something or he's gonna get the dark he would saber have Yoda's lightsaber yeah right like but he didn't take that he took no the, he the did mail. not so like um but like could he have gotten the the dark saber at some point but like that's not he's not there yet but he still held his own. 
<laughs> you know, and he and and him and and Din Djarin kind of teaming up against the Praetorian Guard, like that was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it, the future is bright for Grogu, I, and I love that. Like they're milking it, really. Like think about yeah, go slow. That, yeah, they're going slow because think about like with Baby Groot, like they aged him up really fast because they had to. Because uh, that's movies, and this is a show, and so they want to use that puppet as long as they can. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think expensive. that they've also alluded to the fact that it's that that Grogu may have been with Luke Skywalker for maybe two years. Right. So, if that's true, then he's fifty-two, <laughs> and if he ages the way that he ages, we probably wouldn't see him talk for maybe another ten to fifteen years, right? Yeah. Or talking. Talking. He may be babbling. Right, and so if we're talking about him becoming a you know full-on apprentice or whatever they want to say, like basically t- taking the creed uh, and being able to, to speak those words, yeah, like we're not going to see that for a long time, and there's going to have to be a time jump. Um, definitely. So De- definitely, because I think that his voice box works really well, and I think that that is going to be a great comedy piece. And they can add words. It's like a dog with the buttons. Well, keep going. But he, the uh, IG twelve was destroyed. They'll make a new one. You think they're gonna make a new one? It was a cool. To- it was a very cool toy. It's gonna sell a lot of toys. Or maybe they make a new apparatus for him to move around in. Yeah, that yeah. that isn't so easily defeated by lightsabers. Right. Yeah, that thing went down real quick. Very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> um. That was something my uh, my friend said. He was like, he was very vulnerable in that suit, and I was like, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I just thought it. W- I just thought he could use the force before that would ever come to it. But yeah, not so much. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like he was just just learning to use it, and it's like if you have to drive and also use the force, it's kind of like it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of he's things. Little, he's, he's a, a baby. Little, little baby. He's just a baby. Um, okay, can we talk about the Moff Gideon of it all? Yeah. Okay. So I. Last week, raving about Moff Gideon. Still raving about Moff Gideon. Not not down on him. Really not. Um, <laughs> I mm. I don't think the clones were used, so I definitely think they're coming back. And yeah. I definitely thought that um, not having them at least have one fight, I understand how similar that would have been to season two. But I do think it would have been at least interesting to even see a clone surviving or getting away at the end of the show. Another post credit stinger, if you will. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just I guess a, it works. Just a naked-ass Giancarlo Esposito yeah, running exactly. down the hallway. Just naked, exactly. <laughs> or, or maybe they're waiting to bring that back, but I think they're also forecasting to us if, you know, that maybe there are other unsuccessful Moff Gideon clones. Right. Well, and so it's... It, or that one of the troopers are the troopers also clones. are the troopers clones. We don't know. We don't know. Um, it also seemed really suspect to me that his like he seemed like he was so in control, right? Like he had this plan. He's like, I'm gonna go take him down myself, and then all of a sudden, like, and like he was watching where he went. So like to me, for him to like let Mando go down that path and, and destroy, destroy the clones. The clones yeah, it didn't really make sense. Didn't really make sense to me, like, so like for him to be like, you snuff them out before they can even take their first breath, like. But is that like, uh, did he do that on purpose? Yeah. Um. um uh, listen, I, I, 
all I know is they told us there's clones of Moff Gideon. Right. <laughs> and also, uh, in my opinion, nobody, no death. So, like... Nobody, no death. Like, right. even though they dropped a fucking ship on him... Uh, Which is a really cool way to die. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna die, if you gotta go, yeah, that's a pretty cool way to go, man. But also, if he's talking about like he was working on the the cloning and getting the force, we may have a force sensitive Muff Gideon in the yeah, future just loose. Um, to to for Grogu to fight or something, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely left lots of doors open. Um, definitely not the last we've seen of Giancarlo Esposito on this show. Definitely not. Hundred percent not. He will be hundred percent back. Um, I, we wait with bated breath. <laughs> yeah. Whether he's in the Batman costume or not, we we herald his his return. Um. um so the four. Uh, can we talk about the Force bubble for a second? Yeah. Go so, ahead. um, major major Guardians of the Galaxy vibes. Definitely. Even the music was very similar. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, You're right. I was like, is he going to say we are Grogu? <laughs> um, that would have been a little on the nose. A little on the nose. Uh, but yeah, so like that was that was cool. I mean, he, of course, like just like passes out after he uses his, his force too much. Um, but yeah, I, I like talking about the Darksaber again real quick. Sure. I think that there is a distinct possibility that like we said it's it can come back but i feel like it's going to be groger's blade right he can like it doesn't have to be right away but maybe once he takes the creed and once he's like maybe you know using more forcey stuff he's like i want to bring this thing back and he like can rebuild it well i think we're also setting up that like we have um babu frick on retainer <laughs> to fix all of our stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I also think it could be a very valuable broken relic, you know, just on display in her throne room. Mm. I have this. Look, I have a new thing that's better, way cooler. We're going forward with this. Right. But, and she can still have ownership over the Dark Sabres. You know, if she needs to fix it up, she can. That can be a whole plot. Right. I don't think we're going to get immediately. I don't think it's going to cut to immediately and it's better. No. No, 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 no. There'll be an intermediary period there's, where we're dealing with There's a reason with why it. there's only one of them. It's special. You know? Like, any old dark, uh, lightsaber, like, yeah, we can fix Anakin's no problem. We get a new kyber crystal, whatever. But, the but dark this kind of kyber crystal is different? I don't know. I don't know. It looks different. It's got a it different does, kind it of It functions blade. different. functions differently. Um, it it seems like you don't really need to have the force to be able to to wield it really well. Uh, but, uh, we've seen other non force sense people wield a lightsaber. Han Solo, yeah. Tauntaun, Taun oh. Yes, using a lightsaber to cut meat is a little different than <laughs> fighting in battle. Um, I don't know. You mean you mean people non force sensitive people such as a Bo Katan who doesn't have the force that we know of. Right. Right. We, she can handle this totally competently, and she doesn't need the years of training that Ahsoka and Anakin and Obi-Wan had in being a real Jedi with your lightsaber. That's what I mean. I understand. Yeah. No, she is not. She, <laughs> she didn't really do it. She didn't take lightsaber saber theory. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't take well, and, and, and that, <laughs> experiments. That's, a, in that's another thing, though, but she... she also didn't 
build a lightsaber. All the Jedi, like through the Jedi Academy and in, in on Coruscant, they built their lightsaber. Mm, so like that's a part of it. It's part of it. So like she probably has no fucking clue how it works. And even the little uh, Babu Frick guys may be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ahsoka knows how it works. Uh, no, yeah, of course. So um, maybe, maybe that's how they hang out in Ahsoka. Maybe, maybe, hey, yeah, come. maybe, maybe Grogu comes up and is like, Arr. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think right. We can do force Skype calls now. Ugh. I wonder if they're gonna do that. That's an interesting uh, force power. Um, you know, I like the force bubbles that Grogu produces. Uh, I don't, uh, to me, the limits of his, he has no limits on his force powers. We have no understanding of the things he can do. Nope. I love it. I'm great. I'm so grateful. Like you said, he's the hope. He's the future. He's just let it, it's great. They could do whatever he wants. Okay. So, um, I want to talk about a couple more things. Uh, we touched a little bit about the, um, the air battle. Uh, it's a shame that we've never seen that in in live action, man. I'm really hopeful that they do some some kind of something like that in the movie. Yeah, I think it was really uh, exceptional. It would be so cool if they were able to maybe one day do it kind of partially practical. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like how do you like do that while people are skydiving or something? Ooh. Like I think that would be kind of hey, sweet. <laughs> hey, Iron Man three. Yeah, the that the the plane jump thing that was real. So like. Hey, like let let's see let let's see if they can push our expectations. You know, like mm-hmm. come on, guys, like that would be really sweet. Um, uh, the R five sequence. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> With the little mouse droids. Oh my god, perfect. So I, and I also love that we've now canonized that every astromech droid can fly. fly. <laughs> I also love though that he's like this little scared droid. <laughs> he's just oh like, oh my god. Oh guys, I, something's going on. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Also, like uh, uh, during that sequence, like yeah, it's it's funny because the last episode ends with Mando getting captured, and then it's like, nah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I could do. This. And th- that whole sequence no. of like one uh, opening up one blast shield at a time, like very Phantom Menace, but yeah. also like so video gamey, right? Like yes, he very has video no game. weapons. Then the next one he gets a, a like a blade, and then the next one he gets. a a shield and he gets a gun and it's like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. I just loved it. Now th- listen, I, I, this episode had a lot of really great action beats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that they were very, um, judicious this season and gave us a lot. They gave us a lot of action. Yeah. You know, they were like, no, 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 no. this, it, there needs to be, you know, a beat here where we beat the shit out of this, some people for a while. Hold on, everybody. We got to do this for a minute. And it never felt... Uh, it always moved the story forward, so great. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think, like, the last thing, at least on my mind, is, um, you know, last episode we were talking about uh, the Imperial, the Shadow Council, whatever. Sure. And so with Moff Gideon sort of making his attempt at, at, at leading that, um, I think... Well, you know, like we said, we don't think this is the last we've seen of him, but there's going to be a power vacuum for a minute. I think, um, you know, his. So you think so you think the absence of Moff Gideon Prime. Yeah. Mm. Will will Harold in. Thrawn. 
Thrawn is com- Thra- Thrawn's yeah, coming. Thrawn's coming. Yeah. That's it. And that's the opening. That's yeah, and that's it. And then and then we can have Gideon versus Thrawn. Like which Do you think the first scene of Ahsoka is a cold open where it's Thrawn getting notification that Moff Gideon is dead? Uh, I mean that would add the whole internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I uh, if they're setting it up in that way, I don't know, maybe, but it's also I hmm, a lot of the criticism of this season is that it didn't seem like Filoni was very involved or that the Filoni-ness had kind of been gone. Yeah. That's because he's totally over Ahsoka. He's over on Ahsoka, yeah. He's totally not, he's totally over there. Yep. <laughs> he's he's, he's those, doing, those are his babies. He's doing what everyone wants him to be doing. Yeah, Go let focus. him do it. <laughs> Go focus. Um, uh, Yeah, man, I'm very, you're right. That's the power vacuum. That's what prompts it. Yeah. That's very, that's very keen. It's a very keen, and you don't have, you know, it'll be like early in Mando's, you know, new role mm-hmm. as the, you know, unofficial um, Ranger of the New Republic. Right. Uh, yeah, it seemed like, you know, uh, really would have liked to have, you know, gotten a resolution on what happened to our friend Cara Dune. Did they ever say? No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just fucking gone. Um, but now he's taking her gerb. It took her gerb. It took her gerb. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and then, okay, what do you think about the final shot with the, uh, I think it's called the Irish focus? <laughs> when they do the little, that's all, folks? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Little Looney Tunes action? <sighs> I like this, the scene, but I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I don't know why they did that either. That, to me, that it was a really f- didn't fit. Strange choice. Um, it was a very strange choice. It, it you know, the especially the. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this meme yet, but the condo Lorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Hey, I would I would love to hang out with him for a day. Like, do it like chef style, you know? Like, he gets up. What it's like to eat breakfast as a Mandalorian. Well, okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. It. In his little, uh, in his hut, cabin, whatever, yeah. with Grogu, who's seen his face, does he, like, yeah. take his helmet off and then, like, they eat breakfast together? Totally. I would totally. think they should, right? Like, it, it totally, he's their family. It makes sense. It, why would you be, can you take your helmet off in front of your wife? I mean, I would think so when you make new new Mando foundlings. <laughs> You're not up in with helmets on. Yeah, that would be that'd be a lot of banging and clanging around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, um, you know it, it. It makes sense to me that he would remove the helmet indoors in a room or in his like, what will be his new uh, armory. You know, like yeah. when he had the razor crest and that whole back of the razor crest was just weapons like Batman. Like it'll yeah, he'll have something similar to that well, in this new place. And and getting him back into like bounty hunting and doing jobs. Like he's gonna that opens the galaxy back up too. It does, and it will give him more money and stuff. And like I could see him having like multiple ships. Definitely, like he have his ha- little. He can have a freighter size something. Yeah, with his little cruiser thing, and they can go go speed off and do whatever. But uh, it doesn't need to be a razor crest, but like something else that another toy. I think we're good. I mean, yeah. you know, this. Uh, glad that we covered every episode this season. Um, you know, we're about to get into movie season, so um, we're going to try to keep oh, up. Oh, fucking Guardians, yeah. Guardians shit. comes out in like two weeks. 
Um, all right. If I came out on a weeknight, would you want to go maybe the week after? Because I'll be home. I get home from Germany on the 28th. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'll be very tired to drive out to come back to do Return of the Jedi with you, unfortunately. If you wanted to meet in the city, we could do Return of the Jedi. Um, but for Guardians, I would be happy to drive out to Long Island to see it with you and probably everybody. Um, like, th- like maybe like that Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, potentially the eighth, ninth, or tenth. Potentially, I also have ruminations of a new plan. A new plan. A new plan. Uh, because I think Megan's mom's coming up that weekend. Um, oh, and I might tell. have a babysitter, so we might go that the weekend it comes out. But I would happily see it again. Because you know I want to see it more. I know you. I know you have to go primarily with uh, Lady Megan. Um, no, I uh, if, to see it again with you guys, I think would be pretty fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there's a bunch of other movies this this uh, late spring, early summer, and then we have Secret Invasion, uh, which I don't know if when we'll does cover. Secret Invasion comes out. Uh, June twenty first. Okay. I don't know if we'll do every episode, but we can definitely recap it. Do you think um, is F- is Nick Fury in every episode? Oh yeah, it's about him. It's his show. It's his show. It's his show. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Is this his first ever TV show? I don't know. I think it's his first ever TV show. But you know, it's you know, it's it's the MCU. It's not TV. Yeah. It's HBO. <laughs> 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 You're right. And on that note, <laughs> we can't do any better than that. That's good. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Long Lost Heroes podcast and sticking with us every week for The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Long Lost Heroes podcast. Uh, our website is www.longlostheroes.net. And you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can also find us on the social channels. Uh, at LLH Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, please leave us a rating and review and whatever method of choice you decide. Let us know <laughs> what you thought of The Mandalorian Season 3 in the fi- finale. Um, thank you to Matt for, for uh, his Star Wars correspondence this season <laughs> and for, uh, you know, beaming in. <laughs> yeah, we really... Thank you, buddy. Really. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, AJ? No, thank you, buddy. I really appreciate. I know it, it's a we both do different roles on the podcast, everybody. But it's been uh, every week is it, it, with the with the babies is a different level. Yep. <laughs> and Frank has worked really, really hard on that. And I just want to say thank you, Frank. Thank you, uh, really, from bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. I value your partnership. This is a great thing to do that we get to do. Oh, uh, thank you, and thank you for everything you do on this show. Uh, shush. Okay, now. Folks, be good out there. We're going to take a little bit of a break for a couple weeks, and I guess we'll hit you again with Guardians will be in the next episode, right? Sounds great. This is the way. This is the fucking way.